1: I love that sound. This is a good one.
2: I think anything that's nesting below the tree line, that's what's called temperate nesting geese. Otherwise, it's arctic or subarctic. And um, pull your mic up. He's terrible at that.
1: Are we recording already? And now we're recording. And I never introduced Joey on the Joey last Joey Midwest just, Flyways. Because we just jumped into the first episode. So. Joey's a YouTube star. He's
2: and joining us on Waterfall Wednesday. He's an amazing duck and goose call, teacher, instructor, which With we were on. At Thank some point
1: in time, we should do an actual podcast. Okay. Like, long like, form.
2: Like, like long form, just like talk about Joey. Yeah, everything.
1: Like get, his, get a story. That. I'm jealous now. You know, get a, get <laughs> the origin story, like Wolverine. I'm sure it's exciting.
3: It's really not. I'd I'd rather. Um, I'm more than happy to talk about my past, but I've talked about it a couple times. Is now. it sorted and full of controversy? Mine is. <laughs> I've we got know. a checkered past. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I King, went to a Christian King school, me. K through 12. Very checkered. So. <laughs> yeah. No, but let's pull uh, out the files. <laughs> yeah. Talk to any of my teachers that taught me, and they would not have the best things to say. No, no. I no. um, <laughs> was so a hell raiser.
2: Somebody sent a message to me, and they're like, "You guys should talk about the different subspecies of Canada geese and cackling geese, and what your what I don't know." But
1: isn't a cackling goose a subspecies of
2: a Canada goose? No, it's its own separate species. Is it really? Yeah. So they've done the DNA on that, and can we get separate limits so we can shoot more? Uh, yeah, they do do separate limits on those all the time out in, like, the West Coast. We, they, um, I mean here in Minnesota. In Minnesota, we only get one type of cackling goose. It's called the mid-continent cackler. Um, those, those are the ones going down to Texas and Oklahoma, Kansas, and then the rest Perfect. of them. Perfect. I still, want, I still the, want a separate limit. Some of the smaller-bodied <laughs> birds are still Canada <laughs> geese, like the EPPs are Canada's. Um, and Who, then all the rest of the subspecies of cackling geese are going to be found on the West Coast. Who's down with the EPP. I'm down with EPV, yeah, man. You know Dude, yeah, you know me. I cut my teeth on them EPVs. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like the movie Teeth. But you know what There's I think a is movie interesting? Teeth. Oh. It, okay, like you get up into the tundra, the Arctic, subarctic, even Prairie Prairie Canada. That is a huge, huge area. And these geese really do kind of nest in colonies. There's groups of them here. There's groups of them there on this island or that island. And they're spread out and there's certain ones that breed in certain spots. That's why they have the 27 individual um, breeding colonies of birds. And when we're hunting them in Minnesota, man, they could be any mixture of those types of subspecies. And they do behave differently. Like there's some days I go out there and I'm like, all right, here's the weather. Here's the game plan. Here's how we're going to do this hunt. And I get my dick kicked in like they just don't do anything like I thought they were going to do it happens a few times a year Hmm. and I just like that did not go anything like I thought it was and we did good when we thought we were going to do bad we did or vice versa bad when we thought we were going to do good and I think sometimes you just run into what do you think what do you think those factors are I think sometimes it's different subspecies that we're hunting because all these birds are completely concentrated all these different breeding family groups, colonies, they're all in one spot now when they're coming into their wintering area. Do you think it could have something to do with, like, the tone of the call? Um, No, just different behavior. Like I mean,
1: they might—they They, have a, do they might have an accent.
2: What we're used to seeing, like maybe what we see the most common of, the temperate nesting giants. Now all of a sudden you've got some EPPs, and you get in a situation where it's like if the weather's this, the geese do that, and we're just gauging our hunt for a temperate giant or what we're used to. We're not thinking, like, well, let's set up for giants tomorrow. You're, just, you're setting up for geese the way you know how to hunt them. And then you, you get some geese that don't play by those rules. And you're like, well, what the fuck? Why did they do that? And I'm like, they don't, you yeah, know. Yeah. And we did get a lot of smaller-bodied birds coming through um, Minnesota last season when North Dakota and South Dakota did not get a corn harvest at all.
1: Yeah, because of that heavy snowfall, yeah. early snow. They had, yeah, there early- was also a shit ton of specks. We got in on that yeah. last year, and it was awesome.
2: What do you mean you got in on that? They're never in South Dakota, North Dakota, the
1: specks. They fly right past it. Usually. Sometimes you you hear one.
2: you went to North Dakota and then shot specks? Okay, I thought you meant you were in Minnesota and shooting specks.
1: We went to North Dakota and there was a shit ton of specks. We went out there, like the one big roost and feed we saw, we got out to scout it and you could just hear them everywhere.
2: Do you guys know of any speck that got shot in Minnesota that wasn't jump shot or migrating like... In the process of migrating, and I don't got know about called last in year,
1: But I think the year before no. last, there were some people that shot specks over honker decoys.
2: No, no, no. I mean, yeah, they're usually if anybody's killing them, I, I usually ask how they killed them, and it's like it was a migrator and it came down from the heavens, or yeah. I seen that son of a bitch and I snuck up on him. <laughs> I mean, get it how you well, get it, get whatever. But I've set up on several fields now that had specks in it the previous day, and you don't see them that day. They they do jet down to they cook. They yeah, cook, they yeah. Don't,
1: they do not stick around.
2: And there's, there's you know, like everybody's But they like, did stick around in North Dakota. That was the weird thing the another, last an, year. Another weird thing going on with specs right now, too, is that um, there's a flock that is going to Arkansas in like late September. And they're there. Um, mm. They've got an early spec season now in really. Arkansas. They I think it starts in like mid-October. It runs for like 10 days Something like that. Because there's no ducks. There's no other geese there or anything Nothing else to do. They're just doing an early spec season now. So now, yeah. every, you know, everybody thinks like, you know, uh, the birds, they, they, it's all, they all hang north now. They all hang north because of the weather. Not them. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Right. They, they're going down to Arkansas when it's still 110 fucking degrees they're down like, there.
3: I would argue they're like the most calendar migrating. Specs. They're yeah. interesting. Yeah, they're, they take out. They're just like, okay, we out. And then I mean, they're they they're go. intense, man. Like they travel from Arcan- they travel from Alaska to Arkansas, and they get there in almost two days. Yeah, dude, they go to like straight. They stop in Saskatchewan and then they head yeah, to Arkansas straight yeah. from. Dude, there. they go
2: to Cancun. That's crazy. I know they're Like, all right, if you look at that, Gulf um, would
1: be
3: way better.
2: Sometimes I wonder about that. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder <laughs> about like um <laughs> those guys shooting those late yeah. those late migrators in Arkansas and Louisiana, um. That's not a very big jump from those birds coming up across the Gulf of Mexico from Mexico. I wonder, like, how many birds are in the salt marshes of Louisiana that we don't know about? You can't see them there. It takes a helicopter Have to count. Have you ever account. seen a map of that area? It's just
3: sprawling. My buddy Wade was down there uh, doing a photo shoot, and he's like, Bruh, this is where I'm staying. And, he go, and he's like, type in this town. I typed it in man, there's literally no land. There's <laughs> right. literally no land and you just look at like the topography of the area and it's like what am I looking at man? There's like a little strip of land that like comes
2: down. You can't get bird counts down there and there's t- like hundreds of thousands of snow geese that winter on that on those salt mar- marshes. All, all I know man is when I went down there last year there
3: wasn't shit for ducks. In Louisiana? Not shit. They probably was no. There was plenty There's a of lot of. There, books in there. they weren't they weren't there yet. They're banging them up in Arkansas. And I was there shit oh, in
1: Louisiana in January. I wasn't in Louisiana. they in Say, Arkansas. There was a shit ton of them in Arkansas when I was down there for snows in February. Yeah, mm. that's fun. Pintails to Pintails fucking everywhere. Oh God, so many. It was awesome. Fun to
2: watch. Anyways, I want to go to Mexico and shoot like a hundred of them in one, one day. Bahama pintails. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah.
3: Hey, I got Silver a question deal. I got a question today from our podcast. Some guy was like, dude, your podcast, you were talking about you always talk about traffic. And can you please talk about that on your next podcast? And I was like, Sure. Okay. And I you you and Joe talk about so You yeah. and Joe and there's one other person who just pushed that on me. And then when I got good at goose calling, that's when I started doing it, and I was able to traffic with thirty decoys.
2: I, it just drives me That's nuts. That's when I the started saying, putting up numbers. You gotta be where the birds want to be, dude. That that just makes my skin crawl. Like no, like here in Minnesota, the geese go to a plowed field where you're not gonna shoot anything. Do you want to be where the birds want to be? Fuck no, you don't. That's the worst place you could be. You want to be in the hay field, somewhere you can actually have a chance of fucking pulling one in. And not only that, but I mean, if you're hunting X fields, you have you could blow the birds out like you're. You could send them to the golf course, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, scare them out of there. You could, you know, when you hunt an X, you're playing by somebody else's rules. You're playing by the rules that are given to you. When you hunt traffic, you play by your own rules. <coughs> like we're gonna set here because that gives us an advantage. We're gonna set the decoys like this. It's our advantage. You're putting everything in your favor. I do right.
1: like one of our early, like might have been the first podcast. We did and we talked about that. You're like, keep if you have permission on the X, get permission around the X too. And then don't hunt the ex. Right. Run traffic on your own birds that you know aren't going to get fucked with. And it's like, that was one of those things, like, you hear in life, you're like, fuck, why didn't I think of that? That is so obvious.
3: Right. Like, God, that makes no, it's, so much sense. It makes so much sense, but you wouldn't, like, without hearing it, you wouldn't think right. of that. Well, that's what I mean. mean like, it some seems, genius one day. It, yeah. like, one genius wow. one day. What's you know, that? like, Tim Grounds probably was like, hey. Let's not burn that up. Let's let's hunt here, and let's have me, my son, and Kelly Powers call and just crush them. Yeah. And but in my area, in the West Metro, uh, you've been out hunting with me. No, you've never hunted goose hunted with me out there, Nick, but uh, there's this one historical field that only I have permission on, and I've never hunted it. But when they come off the river a certain way, you can just beat the brakes off of them. And it's not every time you go out, you're going to be able to traffic them because sometimes they just don't fly over that field to get to that field. Sometimes they take a weird roundabout way and then they head over that field. You will land a flock of 40. If they fly over that field, you will land them. But it's a constant roost of 2,000 that stay there till February. Nice. And they don't leave because <clears throat> they don't get hunted in that one field.
2: You hunt the X field too? You're scouting. Now you're, you're, now you're scouting again.
3: I leave a permanent spread yeah. in one of those fields. And I just load it up with every silhouette and sock that I have, and I just chill. I have an A-frame that I keep there. I have a heater in there with extra propane. And I just, (laughs) if I have an hour after work, I just run out there with my gun and my dog, and I just chill.
2: And you're not bothering any of the geese. You're not pushing them out of the area. And there's always one or two sitting in my decoys when I get there. (laughs) Always. Bandit. Never (laughs) banded. I look. I look. Did you guys hear about the March season they're going to do up in um, Manitoba? You told me about it. Yeah, they're going to do March 1 to March 31. Wow. They're going to list Canada geese the same, like, nuisance species status as a snow goose is there. That's how they get, like, the framework, I they guess. To e-collars get the... and unplugged oh, shells and all that. I think <laughs> you might actually be able to use e-collars. Yeah. Wow. Maybe. But um, Okamak Marsh, they publish when their first breeding pair of geese shows up every single year. And it's, like, in the March 16 to March 22nd range so i mean like you might be able to go to manitoba if it's a warm spring and get like a good week of hunting in up there maybe i mean that's the first bird yeah they're seeing i mean you got to have more than two to go on a hunting trip right yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: but um that was kind of my thought i was like yeah but early in the spring you don't see large groups like the pairs are showing up like they're not flying in big and they're not groups. really the most not eager feeding. decoyers. No, they're not feeding together. They're going to their, you know, muskrat hut home and.
2: But I know everybody, like Minnesota guys, we're familiar with those red tarsal bands that have the geolocators glued mm-hmm. to them. They got one up in, uh, got one up in uh, Fergus last year, Toso's pit, right? Yeah. And so what they're doing in Manitoba is they put up in the Hudson Bay, they put on a bunch of the geo trackers, and then down. Below the trees on the giants and they put, around Winnipeg, they put on the geo trackers, and they figure out when they come back through, so they say like the cackling geese or or the small bodied Canadas are going north about a month later, so like they don't even hit hmm. they don't even hit Manitoba to like April fifteen and they don't want anybody killing any of those small body birds. it's just the city just dwellers the, they wanna wipe out, sure, and those. they show up around March fifteen ish so
1: I don't know. Hmm. Book the trip. think we'll be able to get into Canada March 15th? we we'll no. still be on lockdown.
3: Well, it's after the election, so yeah. <laughs> but Possibly.
2: Trump's, Trump's going to push that back. I'm thinking Mexico might be a better choice because that's given a lot more – it's a lot more uh, breathing room there. You can hunt ducks in Mexico all the way to like um, – I'd love to go to Mexico. That'd be sweet. I think the end of February, because I was hunting there in like a February 16th. There's not a single duck day in, in the United States that's beyond January 31st. Be yeah. yeah.
1: I, w- I would love to go do a do the uh, teal trifecta hunt. That'd be fun. That'd be cool.
2: Teal trifecta? Yeah, yeah you the get cinnamon teal. The blue teal. wing,
1: green, cinnamon? Yeah. I'd want to get the. That's the te- only time you get a good blue wing. The kale. I'd want to get a
3: kale teal. You see someone shot one in Utah last year?
2: No.
1: That has to be a game bird, game farmer. No. no, it doesn't. It doesn't no, have just to be. It's a weird
2: migration. It doesn't have to. That barnacle goose That's doesn't have so to be. far
1: off from Bacal Lake in Russia?
3: No, no, no. Bacal teal is in uh, uh, South America, Central America. Oh, what? Yeah. It's a gorgeous-looking bird. I don't think you're right about that.
2: Yeah. I'll show you. Don't worry. Google it.
1: Google it. The Bacal
2: teal. I'm on the Canada geese thing
1: right now. Bacal teal be Bacal Lake, Russia. I'm 99.9% sure.
3: I'll look it up for you. Write me
2: out. Um... Here's one thing that I always – You're right. That I always, <laughs> God dang it. All those guys down in like Texas, <laughs> Oklahoma, Kansas, they But call, they are badass looking though. You're right about that. They always call their birds lessers. Like, are we shooting really? lessers? Yeah, we're shooting lessers today. Like, no, you're shooting mid-continent cacklers. Like, these are cackling geese. They're two pounds. They're, little They're not a lesser. And a lesser Canada goose, oh, that is a dope Fuck, looking teal. those things are cool, man. yeah. Dude, like... Lesser's, like, breed interior Alaska, and they come down nowhere near Oklahoma and Texas.
1: They might be protected, actually, even over there. Dude, they don't protect
3: shit in Russia. Putin rides a bear.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And shoots
1: ak forty-seven. Dude, I want to
2: go all over the Eastern Bloc, old Soviet states, and just have a great
1: time. That would be, like, an unbelievable adventure.
2: I'd have be so cool until you got kidnapped. I think in <laughs> Russia
1: you'd be alright. I'm white enough. Yeah, we'd, we'd be fine. Just get shit-faced with them. Try to go shot for shot with vodka. I did that. I told that
3: story on Waterfall Wednesday already when I got shit-faced at a WMA <laughs> with the Russians. At a lot WMA? <laughs> oh, shit. I, would, I could never never do a shot for shot
2: with... No, anyone. you couldn't.
1: Because I basically was, and they seemed unfazed, and I lost all motor skills, so...
2: What am I looking what at I looking here? Looking That's at. a map of all the um different populations of Canada geese and where they what their range is. Hmm. hmm. You said you were kinda uneducated on it. So educate yourself, fool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fool, so, fool. You know how they're always saying, like, oh we shoot lessers, you know, in Oklahoma. No, no, no.
1: No, you don't you shoot cackles. Lessers
2: don't go farther east than like Idaho. Hmm. So that's a, and the lesser Canada goose is a Canada goose, so it's kind of confusing. You, did you ever watch that video that I did
3: with Bob? Bobby Guy? guy? Mm, yeah, a little bit of it. It's like I think. cacklers. It was labeled uh, busting up cacks or something like that. Okay. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> and uh, so many people, and I posted it to the Dive Bomb Facebook group. Uh huh. So many people in the comments, dude. Those aren't cacklers. Those are lessers. They don't, well, those
2: aren't cacklers. You see, those are, Kyle Jones was like, that's not a cackler. A lesser is a Canada goose. It's a specific population, and it doesn't go to Kansas. <laughs> I mean, dude, they were tiny. <laughs> then it's a mid-continent cackler. See, as you can see. As you can see yeah, by this on the map s- here. Central, and sometimes they call it Central Flyway Arctic Nesting cackling geese. That's what's they're shooting like. Dude. I cannot wait it, to load
3: that information on people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard to find.
2: I so mean, now if
1: you bought like if you buy a dozen lesser decoys, are they actual lesser? No, they're or are they cackler decoys? They're cacklers usually.
2: I mean no, can wait, you no, tell no, by no. the paint. Green Greenhead Gear sells a lesser and a cackler. But there's no such thing as... Tim a, Newbold cacklers, the, the Tim, yeah. Yeah, the Tim, Newbo, and the Tim Newbold. And then they look lessons.
3: ridiculous. <laughs> they do look... Dude,
2: they're so sick. They're little
3: uh, footballs.
1: They're so tiny. They're so but it's sexy. like, if you're going for visibility, why would you go with the super small honker decoy?
2: I mean, you look at Dave Smith cackler, that's a tiny, 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 tiny little decoy.
1: And they're think sexy. It, think it matters?
2: Um. Uh, yeah. On the, when you get out to that um, west coast, man... The, to Oregon. California. California, the Giants and all. the big Oregon, Foots in the trailer. Dude, those... um. Those subspecies they stick to themselves. Like they might feed in the same field and they'll mix up, up in there a little bit, but like they will, they'll pick each other out and land with each other. We're gonna need cackler, or uh, uh, lesser fluffers. Fluffers? <laughs> did you just say <laughs> fluffers? Stuffers. Yeah. Stuffers. Fluffers. Fluffer. I need a fluffer, need a right fluffer now, yeah. too. Fluffer. Stuffer. You just wound <laughs> a
3: goose and you let it chill in your decoys. That's my stuffer. There you go. Yeah. That's probably around. illegal, but I'm actually a big big uh proponent of killing that bird as fast as possible what bird the scout so like no 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 <laughs> it's a superstition or what <laughs> no i mean the uh like uh say like someone shoots a goose and it's very alive still a lot of people will like just let it chill in their decoys or like if you Ooh. you shoot mallards and you bring it back into the blind because there's more birds coming that duck's like, it's not the death twitch where there's just their nerves going off. Like, their head is going up and down. They're like alive. They're going like this. Like, I feel bad if I do not wring that
2: thing's neck instantly. I, like, became I, a, a neck snapper son of a bitch because, dude, i seen, like, people who hunt a lot and they're, like, grabbing a bird and, like, let me oh. torture the fuck out of this thing. Oh. Nowadays, I just get myself front and center and be like, give me that thing. Snap. Get back yeah. in the blind.
3: Well, you I, just – and then you let the weight of its own body – Break snack neck. I made and a video.
2: Pops I made a I video that. on YouTube that has the funniest comments on it, man. Like oh uh, how to quickly kill an injured bird. I think is what I titled it. There is some awesome comments in that. <laughs> <I'm a laughs> I've big been meaning to go in there and respond.
1: Basically, like the finisher thing, but I just use a small pocket knife. Bend finisher thing's a piece of shit. Right in the back of the skull. Done.
2: Finish it like people stab the fuck out of the head and they don't hit it right and no, blood never, everywhere. They never hit it and, the, and, they,
1: and they spaz and they, they spaz usually.
2: extra. So yeah. then people are like, I don't know if it's dead and stabby 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 but stab. But like stop,
1: but they're still dead. Whereas I I don't like the neck twist and thing the heads pop off which they do still die well, if you're not good at mess.
2: it if you're if, if you're not good at it and
1: i've seen a lot of times I do that and the thing is still necks broken they're still alive like they're like
3: well if you yeah. feel its neck's broken then they can't feel anything so that's that's. You gotta watch nerve, my video maybe, maybe. <laughs> i think we should all watch your video <laughs> go to the comp I, I
2: should look up go to the, Dude, the uh me getting having having sex with that deer that little, whoa wait that what what kind of videos are we watching? That um, video is blown back up. Again? Yes. <laughs> it's going to keep resurfacing But it's on YouTube season. now. Like, I put it on YouTube and it got like 100 million views on Facebook. Yeah. And I, it was on YouTube. It was sitting there with like 27 views for years. with a deer? And all of a sudden like, my emails are just going crazy like comments, comments, comments. I was like, what the fuck? And I pulled it up. It was like 18,000 views. I was like, put that there like four years ago and nobody's looked at mm-hmm. it since and all of a sudden it, I, don't I don't know a weird it just... thing
1: about youtube where some of that stuff will just kind of boomerang around and then it like doesn't really go viral until it's just so random and then all of a sudden right i
2: mean it, it took off i was pulling down on facebook like i was pulling down to refresh it and it was being one thousand times every or one thousand views every time i did it i was like what, what's going on and then it turned into like a thousand shares i was like what the fuck? And
1: it just it's just you banging a deer? No 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 no. The deer just comes <laughs> up and bangs. No, me. Nick's
3: getting fucked. I'm getting fucked. Nice. Bucky no. I've had Bucky better. Bucky no. <laughs> I've had better. Is that the one that you went down and you pet through the fence or whatever? That yeah. one? Well yeah, we were uh we just it was our no. first day there. He Oklahoma. he said we put him in bar and
2: he said <laughs> you will never get this You'll in one day. Get- he got it. He got it good. <laughs> no. All right. Bucky, get this. <laughs> so we were staying at this place, Ham Sportsman Oasis in Frederick, Oklahoma. Oh, my God. And it was a high fence, like elk thing. I don't know. People elk hunt there, I think. Trophy. Trophy trophies. shit. I don't know. But they had some ponds there, and we could hunt them because we were renting out the entire spot for um, for Larry's operation. And we were there on lunch, and there's some cool pidge, there are pintails and wigeons down there. In this little tiny pond, just a short walk from the lodge, and we could see it was overlooking it. So we glassed it, and we're like, "Dude, let's go jump those ducks!" And because um, Alec had never got a um, like a widgeon or something mm. like that, so we went through the fence, and there was that deer had greeted us when we came up to the um, to the hotel. That fence went right to it, and we were like petting it and stuff, and like cool. then I got through the uh, fence, and we were, like, sneaking down to this pond, and we're getting really close to it, and we're like, all right, we're going to go, you know, you go this way, I'll go this way. We'll try to get that widgeon up, and all of a sudden I look, and I'm like, hey, that deer's coming at us. And it wasn't (laughs) like he was, like, moseying towards us. It was, like, full, like, horse, full on trot, like, like shaking the earth. I was like, oh, God, here it comes. And I was like, cool. And it just wasted no time. Just right, boom. Like, <laughs> <Ooh>. just hard <laughs> oh dick God. right on me. Like, <laughs> oh, God. And, and then we were like, oh, shit. And then it like it was way aggressive. It was me and Kilgore. Um, uh, so this Kilgore. Was, had to be, like, November. Yeah. And, no, it was, it was after it was our Christmas. Oh, dude, that's super late rut for that guy. Kilgore was like, what are, what are we going to do? I'm like, dude, we can't sneak this pond. So we ran to the pond. Jumped it. We shot like four on the jump with this deer hot on our trail, and then we set up like five decoys and we were gonna just sit there for a couple hours and just over lunchtime, you know, just shoot the shit. Like he's he like literally mounted you, like he was oh, on dude, you. Oh, any all of us, but me, he had a he had an affinity for, you know. He, he was coming at me hard, and I was like standing this on. It is I was standing on a stump and like the, um, those guys built like a, uh, a barrier of dead branches around me so he could only just like stick his snout through and just kind of lick me a little, you know? And uh, I was like, what the, f-? this is the crazy shit this I have. This deer has got some fetishes. I have never seen this shit before. This, I don't think anybody is familiar with this. What kind of video <laughs> can I make with this? And I, oh we took a bunch God. of cool pictures, did some bunch of videos. One was kind of good. The rest were s- pretty stupid. And then I went up and Joe was napping. Joe missed the whole thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, Joe, you wouldn't believe what just happened. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious, dude. And now, oh, dude, it was like a couple of years for sure. I'd, I'd be like hanging out with a group of waterfowlers or you go somewhere and you see other people in the bar and you're talking hunting. And they're like, wait a second. Hey, you're that guy that you're got the banged guy. by you that got, deer. You got fucked by that deer. <laughs> like, yes, yes, I am. Still have the stains. I still have the bibs. <laughs> did, yes. did you retire those? Hang them on the wall. No, I sent them. Monica into Sit- Lewinsky style? I sent them into Sitka for um, warranty repair. They honored <laughs> it. They honored it. I'm sure they honored it very well with the <laughs> ceremony. And what were we talking about, anyways? <laughs> I don't know. was this? Was, was this subspecies? <laughs> yeah, think? we were going to talk about like cool <laughs> subspecies of geese and stuff, and what well, they do, and why we don't have. We're uh, talking about deer rape. I mean. That
1: that deer was definitely anthropomorphizing you, 100%. <laughs> hey, what,
3: what do you think about ice eaters, Joey? I love them, dude. Four? Mallards.
2: Okay. Ducks. Geese. Ducks.
3: Um, I used, I, I wanted to do this last year. There was a loaf pond, remember where I took you and Nicole? Yes. Okay. So that place, I was trying to keep that open all year, and I did not have the time to do it. And so if I, I noticed that if I were to keep that lake open, we would have geese and ducks for the remainder of the year. Kay. And the guy I know, if I asked him, like, he loves me, the guy who lives there. Is it a public
2: waters, though? No, private. How do you know? Because there's no access to it. That doesn't make it a private pond. Public means it serves the public good. Uh, The only way you can access the lake? Access doesn't matter. Oh, my God, Nick. Well, it would have to. No, it doesn't. Okay. There's a, you got to look it up on the DNR website. There's only it's not, people who live that, on. ask,
1: ask, a, ask Connor and the boys about is that. Is it one, one landowner around the whole thing? Would that? No, no, no. So I could drop in with a helicopter. When they say
2: like a public, you can't put an ice eater on any pond that's pu- public. I'm going to just pull it up right now. I would think
1: you think it would be more of an access No, issue, it's because it's like. Worried about somebody falling <coughs> in it doesn't know it's there. Say Farmer about, Joe. I, I know what you're talking about Farmer now. Farmer Joe's
2: got like a pond on his land. That's it's different his up there. his pond. But that pond serves the purpose of, like, uh, any number of different purposes. Like, it's where the um, city drains to. It's where some sort of public good occurs on that pond. They assign it a number. Hmm. And you look it up on the DNR website. You pull their map up of their public lands or public waters, and they will have a number on each body of water that's listed as a public water. And it doesn't matter if it's fully private. No, that's That's the state of Minnesota. So if that county for whatever reason posted that one as public water. We'll find out we can find out right now if it is. What, mine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But okay. but though no, that's people have <laughs> we that misconception. Know if you're breaking the law. They wanna I haven't people, done it yet. People oh. think it's like uh oh well there's no public access. Well that's that's how you get a ticket. <laughs> By running the ice eaters out there. Hmm. If you don't look it up. Come and get me. And nobody uh Dude, they do, it's a $120 like, it, $20 ticket. It became more um, it. It. <laughs> it became more restrictive this year. 20 bucks Yeah, for no bucks. reason. Yeah, cuz we are
3: we already kill way too many waterfowl in Minnesota. Right. Yeah, let's make it fucking harder. K,
1: I think that'd be sweet. We're always on the lookout for something. I don't really have an actual, like, ice eater brand ice eater, but I do have as a big, giant submersible pump, which I think would work. I haven't tried it. Yeah, as long as you're moving water. Yeah.
2: So it says a permit is required to operate and install an aeration system during periods of ice cover on public waters in Minnesota. So, um, so let me type this in because I don't want to talk about this. So. <laughs> use your phone, dude. Use your phone. It's
3: going to be faster. Are you sure? Yes. Faster than your
2: computer. Oh, because you have 98 tabs open. <laughs> yes, I'm researching birds, and also, dude, I've got unlimited data that I connect this to, and then when you do that, they uh, my computer
1: is literally a you power dial source. up speeds. Ah, <laughs> I see,
2: I see, I see.
1: Okay. Aeration permits. Super an exciting.
2: Safety check. No, people in Minnesota care about this shit because everybody no, wants to me, get well, a fucking ice eater. Um, dude, I'm about Googling. to sell my ice eater because. What do you want for it? I want a good of my hunts back that I've almost drowned in and shot no birds. <laughs>
3: that doesn't sound like a monetary value, Nick. You know, I'm like i I'm, I'm more of like a goose
2: I'm more of like a goose hunter, and I just don't see the value of putting a wet spot on the ice when you could just put the decoys on the ice. Well I want them I don't know to land so on much the for water. Ducks.
1: I don't maybe it will work for ducks, but
2: I've put it I've done that where you just put it somewhere pretty good and like how see if the, the birds old, find it. They how how don't
1: want the old tarp thing.
2: No, I wouldn't do that. I don't, I don't. want to buy a tarp. Well, I mean, you won't fall in and get wet. Here's a list of aerated. No, that's. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They do have a map of every lake that has aeration on it right there. So if you're like, huh, that's where do, good to know. Where do those birds hang up late in the year? That's, that's what, pretty much
1: the whole fucking state. Everyone oh, wow. that
2: every lake that has an aeration permit assigned to it. There's an interactive map, uh, GIS map on the DNR website. You'd be like, well, huh. there's some birds that uh, look. There's three right there.
1: There's late season roost right there. Right yeah, there exactly. You. Exactly. That would be good public knowledge to have. Water. We had we had a guy that gave us permission. He was like, yeah, they'll, they'll let you put an ice eater in there. That's their lake or whatever. And we didn't look into the whether it was considered a public waterway or whatever. They owned all the land or on it, so we just kind of assumed we didn't end up doing it. Because as it came up with the as it was getting close, start things were starting to freeze. We're like, we need to get that. We need to get that pump in there. We were to touch base to them, make sure it's okay. And he's like, ah, we've been thinking about it. No, that's that's going to be, we're going to be deer hunting next weekend. And he's like, yeah, I just don't think we should have that out there. It's like, fuck. We're that close to doing it. Hmm. It's something we've been talking about for years. I'd love to try it just to see. I mean. Why not? Is it something, I mean, the videos I've seen, they like break the ice, put in the the eater, and then hunt, you need that, more, hunt that day.
3: You need more time than you think.
1: I, if I view it the way to do it would be like you, like, get it set up before stuff freezes so it stays open, and then you just leave it alone and let things pile in <laughs> public, I mean, that would be the best way.
2: Public waters are all water basins and water courses that meet the criteria set forth in these statues. Blah, 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 are identified in inventory maps. So here's how you get to the map. Did you Fi- get to the right area? Um, yeah, you can find it. Here's a, the a map right here. Map.
3: Inventory maps.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Find out if your shit's uh, legal to put... To, let's just put... Scan a, paper maps or yep inventory? that's the ones. That's okay. the ones. Scan yeah, paper maps. Um, and then, you know, if it is, let's drop an ice heater in there, throw a few hundred pounds of corn on top of the ice, and see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> how,
1: how long do you have to wait after a baited field for... Ten a, days. Ten days. You oh, know you what, That's one thing I... I
2: wonder why nobody does that... Um, I mean, you, that's can, you can not you a can, terrible can, idea. It's not illegal to hunt a baited air field as long as the bait's cleaned up and for ten days. For ten days, exactly. So, like, you could go out and like, say you're just putting a fuckload of corn on your on a pa, uh, farm pond or something that you have permission on, or you've leased, or you've worked something out. Bait the shit out of it all summer. You could put a big tarp out. So, like ten days before season, roll up the tarp. Now you've got five hundred more geese in your area that weren't there previous, that wouldn't have been there otherwise. You get a bunch of guys doing that in an area, you could have a significant amount of birds in your general area that otherwise wouldn't be.
3: It's not on there.
2: Nice. Yay, no way. excited. Yeah. Does it look like that old school fucking weird yeah. drawing? So my
3: lake's over here. Okay. I live right here.
2: These hand notes, yeah. that's the numbers they're talking about. Yeah. Stupid. So my lake's over here. Cool. It's not
3: even a lake, dude. It's a pond.
2: Right, right, right. And some of these are old, too. Like, a lot of the water isn't in there. No, that's 40s, dude. Dude, there's handwritten notes. Some of them are scribbled out. (laughs) That's how we're supposed to, like, know if we're not breaking the law.
1: Right. Dumb. Dumb. Well, you're safe. What are we hunting in? Yeah, I always (laughs) wrap it up, so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean?
3: Condoms. Oh, no. Talking about sex. Talking about sex, baby. Baby. Anyway, Mm-mm. thank you guys Mm-mm. for having me on. Alright, I need Joey. to get rolling to thanks. do some side. Thanks, appreciate
1: side-ing. it. You're the. It was fun. Yeah, dude. We'll do it again different. sometime.
3: We'll do it again sometime. Yeah, thanks, dude. i yeah. will do by. an actual. Yeah, thanks long, for the beer. Long oh, form
2: one. Oh man, I offered you rude a nice tea. Did I, I gave you
3: mushroom soup, that and mushroom I gave you fucking beer. And what do you give
2: me? I trip for ten hours. that. Ash. An ashy
3: couch.
1: Ash on
2: my ass, dude.
3: I'm just fucking with you. Dale, awesome. very All nice right. to meet you. Yeah, later. Be and we touch. will do this again soon.
1: Awesome, dude. This has been the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, Waterfall Wednesday with Nick J. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Hey, if you got some uh, waterfall lovers out there that you know and they're not aware of the Waterfall Wednesday or Full Scale Outdoors podcast, let them know. Share it with your buddies. Keep it going around. Uh, don't forget, if you have a beard, if you're thinking about growing a beard, take care of that some bitch. Go to thebeardstruggle.com, put in code FULLSCALE15 at checkout, save yourself 15%. Thank you again for listening. Whatever your passion, especially if it's waterfall, pursue it full scale.